Welcome to the Underdog Sniper Podcast. I am your host, MG, MG Covers. Super excited to bring you another episode. Title of this episode is Eliminating Games, a Simple Approach to Improving Your Handicapping. Super excited to dive into this podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast, I greatly appreciate the support. I think I mentioned this before. We're heard in over 17 different countries and uh, just grateful for all the support. And I actually love making these podcasts. We'll point out one detail. I am sick, a little bit under the weather, but super excited about this episode. So I apologize if it sounds a little bit weird. Okay, let's dive into it. So what we're going to talk about, eliminating games so that you can improve your handicapping. And I'll give you an example. Tonight when I was handicapping NHL, very difficult to simply go through and handicap every single game for every sport time-consuming, you end up wasting time. So for me, obviously, I have my model. So I look at the model to eliminate games, games that don't have value. We eliminate those. But still, you're going to be left with a difficult decision of, you know, how do I eliminate games? And I will say this, a really good exercise, even if you don't have a model, let's say you're just starting out or you're not a client, but you want to get better at this sport. Picking one game per sport per day is a great way to improve because if let's say for NBA, like NBA was a light schedule. I think they had three, four games tonight. So it forces you to, it forces you to handicap because you have this full slate of games. You're trying to narrow it down. So here's an example of what you could do for NBA. Okay. So if you're wanting to eliminate games, so NBA, we already know, the home team wins 60% of the time in NBA. <coughs> so one step, we just focus on the home teams, right? So then we're going to focus on the home teams, and we know the average margin of victory in NBA is 11, right? So to get value off that point, we're probably not going to play games that are you know minus 11, minus 12, minus 13, the heavy favorites. So what we're probably going to want to do, especially if we see a home dog that we can play on the money line that would move to the top of our list as far as games we were considering or games where the home team didn't have that big of a nut to cover like a you know minus four a minus five minus three etc and then from there we simply handicap those games down and you know using some basic things that i teach we could use line movement maybe line movement eliminates one of those teams um form maybe one team you're considering is in really bad form and then if you if you go through this process what will end up happening by only playing one game each day for each sport and this is just an idea you'll end up making a pretty good wager because of that because number one for nba you'll have a statistical property working to your advantage you will have handicapped you're probably playing a good team that's in good form um You'll probably have line movement moving in your favor. And then if you do that more times than not, you'll end up cashing that wager a majority of the time if you apply all the concepts that I teach and just basic concepts of handicapping. So that's NBA. Now for college hoops, I just made a video. You can do something very similar to that. Again, home teams are winning in college basketball right now 84% of the time. 
Now, that's extremely hot. It's early in the season. It's November 17th, 2022, and that's going to come down to about 70%. But still, even at 70%, that's a strong statistical property. So tonight, for example, what I did, let me see if I can pull this up. If you simply focus on home teams, and there were some uh, tournaments going on. So if you just focused on home teams tonight, I don't know how many college basketball games there were tonight. There were a lot. I would say probably 30, maybe 40. Home teams playing tonight with a – oh, and this is another criteria I use, with a spread of minus five or less. And the reason I use minus five, because they have a realistic um, – we wanted some value because average margin of M- victory in NBA and college hoops is around 11 points. So I don't have my model yet for college basketball. So I had two criteria, home teams and teams that are favored by where the line is minus five or less. So there were only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 11 teams. So you you immediately go from 40 games all the way down to 11, just like that. So then now you only have 11 games to handicap. And again, you can go through, the, through that same process I mentioned earlier, which teams, you know, look at those teams. You don't want to play a good team that's in bad form. Maybe they haven't won a game yet, so you would pass on that team. Or maybe the lines moved hard against you. You would pass on that team. And to the point where you would narrow it down to where you would have a pretty good selection of uh, games for that, for college basketball. Now, since we're doing um, – NHL, NHL and NBA work, work really well for the sport because if you can, if you narrow it down to one, it really, I'm not advocating you actually play this way, but it's a good exercise in learning to get better in handicapping. Like for example, tonight in NHL, <coughs> we had Colorado. These were the games I had, had value. Colorado, Dallas. Uh, was Dallas was plus 158, Colorado was plus 114, Arizona was plus 315, Seattle plus 116, San Jose minus 126, and Winnipeg was um, on the, I was considering them on the puck line, minus one and a half at plus 120. All right. So I already knew the Winnipeg game was going to be a low scoring game. So I immediately eliminated that, that game. Because chances are, if you're going to play on a team on a puck line, you want to make sure that that's going to be a high-scoring game. And I knew that it wasn't, so I eliminated that one. Well, then it came down for me. I was looking at Colorado and Dallas. Both teams were away. Um, Colorado was playing Carolina on the road, and Dallas was playing uh, Florida on the road. Felt like it had a pretty good goalie advantage at Dallas, but it came down to the fact that I was getting a little bit more bang for my buck with Dallas, plus 158, um, and Colorado was only getting plus 114. And granted, I could have played both, 50-50 concept, but if I'm playing a, if I'm applying the 50-50 concept, I want at least plus 120, and the reason plus 120 is I'm getting at least a 15% return if I go one and one. So you could do the math on that. So I ended up eliminating Colorado. I ended up playing Dallas at plus 158, and Dallas won. So you could see throughout that process how I, you know, that basically what handicapping is, is eliminating games. I mean, that's what you're trying to do. You have to come up with several criteria, one criteria, two criteria, to eliminate those games down 
so that the actual games that you're playing are really good games. And I'll give an example for Major League Baseball. So favorites win 60% of the time in Major League Baseball. We know that, right? So what you could do in Major League Baseball is focus on away favorites playing them on the run line. Now, you have one statistical property working in it in your advantage already with the 60% favorites. We know they're going to win. Well, but we're not going to play them straight up. We're going to play them on the run line so that we can get dog money. The reason we're doing that is then that's going to take our win percentage. So if all we're playing are money line dogs in baseball, then our win percentage can be less than 50% and still be profitable long-term. And the reason we play away teams on the run line is that we know that we're going to guarantee nine at-bats. So now that's a very simple way. So you're just going to handicap the favorites um, that are away. So maybe there's 12 baseball games, and then there's, say, five where the home team is a favorite, and they're getting dog money on the run line. So that might take it down to maybe three. And then you spend time just handicapping those games. And what you end up doing is you'll, like I said, you'll end up, you know, you, you handicap the pitching matchups. Okay. This, this pitcher is really good. This team's hitting really well, or you might pass on it because maybe the relief pitching is not good for the team you're considering. They could give up some runs late, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the point I'm making this whole podcast is that you got to have a way to, of, of eliminating games and, one simple way to do it to sort of summarize this podcast is just focusing on narrowing down your selection to one game. And if you do that, you, you, you will, it is a great exercise in handicapping. And then, you know, granted you might have to have one criteria or two criteria, but just focusing on trying to get down. This is a good practice for any sport. Let's say um, you just started handicapping or you've never handicapped NBA or you want to practice handicapping college basketball, which has just started up. Great exercise. Just focus on home teams. And then those home teams, you're going to handicap and find the best play for that day. Great exercise. Great. Or you could you could stretch the criteria to three. What's the three best plays? Let's say you narrow it down to 10. There's 10 home teams playing that day. If it's a small card, maybe you're going to narrow it down and just pick three. Use things like line movement, form. Uh, maybe that team's playing a back-to-back. A lot of these tournaments, if these they go deep, some of these teams will be playing three games in a row. So very simple way. So sort of summarize this. If you want to get good at handicapping, a very simple approach is narrowing down your selection to one game because it's going to force you to compare games side-by-side side and end up picking the team that is the, quote, better play. All right, hope you enjoyed that podcast. We will catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the premiere episode of the Underdog Sniper SMG here. Two new programs we're going to launch. We have a stat model building program I'm going to launch where I'm going to teach you how to build stat models and also have a coaching program where you're going to get one-on-one coaching with me via zoom if you're interested in either one of those programs shoot me an email email is very simple mg at mgcovers.com just say hey interested in the stat model program or interested in zoom coaching and i'll send you the details as soon as they are released